Hi, this is Mark Wade from CenterCityCondos.com at Berkshire Hathaway Fox and Roach Realtors. In this podcast, I'm going to tell you everything that's inside my brain that I know of at 1600 Arch Street, known as the Phoenix Condominiums. Now, I've sold over a dozen units at the Phoenix. I know the building quite well. Uh, the, the property manager, John Kroll, happens to be, I think, one of the better proper, best property managers in town. I mean, the building is run really well. Every time I go in, uh, there's always a front desk person there. The front desk person's always nice and friendly, and my clients are always, you know, kind of Im- impressed by their organization. They can always find me keys. They can always get me into the building. They always get me a fob. Just when I walk in, the, the, the whole... The whole uh, deal with getting my clients in there and up to a unit, always a, a pleasure, never a problem. Now, the Phoenix, you know, there, there are studios, one, two, and a couple of three-bedroom units in the building. There are a couple of big penthouse units that, uh, uh, that have some phenomenal outside space. Most of the values hinge uh, base, based upon which direction you're facing. East is very strong because you're facing Love Park. North is strong because you're facing the parkway. There are no west views. South views, uh, you face uh, the building next door, the um, suburban station. Um, I've sold a couple units on the south side, and I think that, you know, depending on the unit, they can be some, there's still some very nice units uh, 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 on the south side that hold some pretty good value. What I find is that the building was built around 1920 and then converted to apartments in somewhere in the 1990s maybe early 2000, something like that, uh, and then it was converted to condominiums. Um, the, the building itself lent its, each unit, you, you, it's interesting because you can either go very contemporary, very traditional in the units because the units are kind of nondescript when you go in, although the building's a pre-war in, in style and, and, and vintage. Um, when they redid the apartments, there were really, since it was a, uh, an apartment building, I mean, I'm sorry, since it was a commercial building, the old Cigna building, there weren't a lot of uh, historic details in e- inside each unit. So, uh, But each unit has high ceilings, and the way they're done, it really lends itself to any kind of style you're looking for there. I sold a, a one unit on the south side that just was a phenomenal, phenomenal unit. I think interior condition plays heavily into value in that building, as does which direction you're facing, floor height a little bit, but but interior condition is going to be the driving force of value in that building. Now, parking is interesting at the uh, Phoenix because uh, it's 100% valet. Uh, it is a parking license. Nobody has. It's not deeded parking. Nobody has. You know, so you don't get a separate tax bill. It's uh, you have a parking license. Parking license can be purchased uh, if if the original buyer to the unit. You know, if somebody goes to look at unit 510, if the original purchaser from the declarant purchased a parking space, and that parking space license will transfer a title. Um, You can buy a parking license there if somebody has one. They can be transferred within the building. But what you can't do, uh, from what I understand, is you can't sell your parking license to someone who doesn't live in the building. You know, it's just it's just. Uh, for people who live there. Um, there is no swimming pool. There's a nice gym. The whole fourth floor, I think it's the fourth floor, maybe it's six, but I think it's the fourth floor, is the amenities floor. It has uh, two separate gym spaces. It's got a conference room and a, and a uh, catering room and uh, a lounge. And uh, the, the whole fourth floor is phenomenal. Really what, what separates the Phoenix from almost other building, any other building in town, is when you go in through the lobby, nicely done, always clean, you go in and you press the button in the elevator, you go up, you get off on, let's say, the 14th floor or 12th floor, whatever. Um, the elevator opens up and you're in this magnificent uh, uh, 
hallway for uh, each floor. There's a, a like a, a large reception area, and then you go down the hall. It's really it's it's pretty impressive. Um, let's see what else can I tell you about the Phoenix here. Um, let's see the um, uh, the uh, there's no gas service to the building, so the electric is forced. Uh, the the heat is forced air with central air. Um, everybody has their own washer dryers in the unit. Um, there are a total of 264 condominiums in the building, and a very high walk score. I would compare this building honestly. I would compare it to like the Ellington or the uh, the uh, Murano, just because you know you're you're. West of Broad Street, and, and uh, the most interesting thing about the Phoenix is that it pulls from, you know, uh, three different med schools. It, you know, if a, if a med student comes to town and they're looking, a lot of uh, I find a lot of them find the uh, Phoenix appealing because it's not that far from Jefferson, it's not that far from Hahnemann, it's not that far from U of Penn. So it really pulls from from three different. Uh, uh, groups, if you will, of the buying public. Uh, and, and of course, you know, you don't have to be a med student to live there. Uh, but the, for the one bedrooms, I find a lot of the med students coming into town uh, find it to be very appealing. So anyway, um, what else can I tell you about the Phoenix here? Um, uh, I've got a lot of clients, uh, past clients who live in the building. So if any of one of my buyers certainly wanted to speak uh, to anyone who currently lives there, um, I could that would be easy. <laughs> I could have them talk to one of my past buyers who bought in the building. I think they're all pretty happy there. I mean, you know, listen, it's a nice building. It's west of broad, high ceilings, good light, and uh, the fit and finish is pretty strong in them, uh, in, in each unit. When it was converted to condominiums and sold out, the buyer had options. The buyer could either keep buy the unit in, in its original 1992 condition, which the pickled oak cabinetry and the, the carpet in the bedrooms and the, you know, or they could have uh, fixed them up and choose them between three palettes, a light palette, a dark palette, and then a medium palette. Um, kitchens have a tendency to be large at the Phoenix, which is nice. They're large and open to the living area. There was something else I wanted to point out here. Um, okay. In the condo fees, water sewer, management, building maintenance, master insurance policy, common area lighting, trash removal, snow removal, um, and that's it. Uh, the, the HVAC and the hot water, I believe, now don't quote me on this, but I believe that um, the building gets one bill and then it's divided between uh, each, its separate usage based upon your usage. But uh, it's, it's kind of pooled, so they get one bill and then they bill you based upon your usage. I like the Phoenix. I think it's a, a strong location. Now, one thing that I do find <clears throat> is that the condominium fee associated with parking, I have a tendency to believe it's a little high, but the reality is it's because they've got three or four valets, two, three or four valets on at all times, so you pull up and your car is always taken away instantly. And you have to because there's really not a lot of parking out there in the valet area. They can fit about eight or nine cars, then beyond that, if the, the 10th car comes in, a valet has to run out and, and move it instant, uh, right away. So, um, But from the with the people... My past clients who now live at the Phoenix will tell me that the valet service there is pretty good. They get their cars in short order. So anyway, there you go. So I'm lathering on and on about the Phoenix. Um, one other thing, 
it has a Starbucks in the building. It's got a bank in the building. It's got a salon in the building. It's got a restaurant in the building. I mean, you can pretty much just live in that building. And the nice thing is that if you go downstairs, I think it's to the basement, and you can walk to Suburban Station without ever going outside and then take that train up to New York. So you can get from your unit in the Phoenix to New York City without ever out with it without ever going outside. <laughs> so there you go. This is Mark Wade. Questions, comments, or concerns, pick up the telephone, push the buttons on the front of it, 215-521-1523. Thanks for listening.